Previously on You're gonna get gonna get Yeah. And he goes, That's why I charge so much for my ticket. <laughs> he goes, Because any asshole can find a ten and I'm gonna kill somebody tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna be in it? Fuck no, I don't sing. Oh come on, dude. No, no. I dress in tranny clothes, but I don't sing or dance. You're blowing up on all your Taylor Swift <laughs> memorabilia. Adam loves that shit. Um, <laughs> we don't talk about Taylor Swift. I We have uh, topics. Okay. One we didn't get to last week. I just want your thoughts on Bill Cosby, man. Uh. I Well, it's not so much the allegations or anything. Yeah. Uh, in case you guys don't know, Bill Cosby apparently has been accused of rape 14 times. That's a one in a four. That's, that's 14 times more than me. Accused of rape or harassment? Uh, accused of rape. Allegations. Like... Like he drugged people, uh, other ladies that um, unwillingly submitted and all this other shit. They're like, I don't know how he fucking sleeps at night. All right. So this happened in the 90s, I guess. Okay. Bill Cosby, one of my favorites. I grew up with the Cosby show. Share it. That that fucking episode where they sing, oh, you know, the nighttime, my day. The one with uh, Ray Charles and the Cosby show. That's still one of the the most classic episodes on television, I think, like all time. Bill Cosby grew up with Fat Albert. I watched all that shit. He's one of those people that when you hear about him doing something terrible, it's it's sad. It'd be like finding out that, uh, in my opinion, and this is, you know, just an analogy. If you found out Greg Maddox did steroids, yeah. you'd be really upset. Or if I found out, like, Kevin Spacey was gay. <laughs> <laughs> no! He should be hitting that vagina. Yeah. <laughs> I you know it, well, it does. It's upsetting because it's, it's, he's that He's icon. everyone's dad. I, my dad loved Bill Cosby, and he took me to see him live, and it was great. The, the himself tour, the, the stand-up? Uh, I, I don't remember what the tour was. That stuff was great. I mean, um, but he, we saw him at the, at the, in Maryville, at the Holiday Star or whatever it's called. Um, oh, man. He's either, okay, he either A, is a sociopath, which seems if he's, you know. Eh. B, maybe like sexually harassed one person and all these people are coming out of the woodwork trying to get money because they had sex with Bill Cosby. I mean, the statute of limitations has got to be. I don't know. I don't know what the statute yeah, of limitations yeah. is on rape, but I mean, I, I I venture to guess there's probably somewhere in the middle, like some sort of truth to maybe one allegation or something. Maybe he harassed someone. I mean, he's Bill Cosby. He's he got he canceled more, his interview with David Letterman. Yeah, he's yeah. got more money than you and I could even probably imagine. Over having. three sitcoms, I think it was uh, altogether, and but more money than you could possibly imagine. Okay. Yeah. He could probably just. Fucking pay whoever he wanted to have sex well, we with. We thought him. about CeeLo. CeeLo's got a shit ton of money. He don't have Bill Cosby money. No, no, no Bill, Cos- Bill Cosby's on a whole nother level. Oh, wow. Otis didn't want Lloyd chewing on the bone and <laughs> quickly chewed him away from it. No, but CeeLo's, yeah. CeeLo's a multimillionaire. 
He's not Bill Cosby, but CeeLo's got... Yeah, but of millions of dollars. a stubby fuck too. Uh, but he, the, but the, that's but I mean you you if if someone is going to resort to something like that, it's something to get off on then, and they're sociopaths. It's got to be it, like the the thing that killed me this week. Uh, Bill Cosby's PR manager ha, uh, probably runs his Twitter account. I would seriously doubt that Bill Cosby knows how to run Twitter. Right. Okay. Uh, he puts up a picture of Bill Cosby in his you know classic little golf hat. And he goes, hey, Internet, meme me, thinking it would be something hilarious. And they'll put little Bill Cosbyisms like Jello pudding and everything. But the Internet didn't do that. The Internet took that picture and ran wild with it. So if you go on Google and you look up images of Bill Cosby meme mm-hmm. rape, they have the most vile shit with Bill Cosby's picture smiling. Yeah. Like, there's two things I like, Jello pudding and rape. <laughs> It just it, it just goes on and on like that. And I don't know why I'm laughing at Been all. Been tied to the bed. <laughs> He's like, and what? I penetrated her anally without any lubrication. <laughs> now <laughs> she was over there with dogs, so I had to gag her. <laughs> <laughs> I had this conversation yesterday and it fucking dissolved the same way. <laughs> <laughs> and I melted the jello pudding pop onto Aww. her. Aww. Uh. <laughs> and it's always the goofiest goddamn photo. Like, uh, yeah. Let's remember the time I ate cake funny and forget about all the rape stuff. <laughs> Oh, Bill, Bill, fucking Bill Cosby, man. Bill Cosby. Pay for a hooker, Bill. I hope it's not true. I mean, he's just one of those guys you gotta... Even if it is true, I mean, like, it's if even if it's not true, it doesn't matter. He's accused of it. You know what I'm saying? He His career is forever, like, associated with this shit, regardless if it's real or not. Yeah, unfortunately, the only time that you're innocent until proven guilty is when it's written down. Yeah. And then every other time you're fucking tainted for life if someone points a finger at you. Well, if, at least we get some funny internet pictures out of it. Yeah. Shit. Which I'm is never actually an internet photo. most important. We really. had other shit to talk about, my friend, and I think we messaged each other back and forth. Uh, but before we get into those, I had two. Uh, one comes from our good friend Bill. Uh, Bill brought up something yesterday that I had no clue about. Let's talk about the Bears real quick. Okay. And how sad and fucking pathetic they are. Okay. Bears just got shellacked by the Packers last week. Yeah. When did they play today? Noon? Doesn't matter. Noon, they play the Vikings. Whatever. It's, yeah. a, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I used to plan my yeah. I usually plan my Sundays around the bear game and like oh I got to do this and this over the bear. And now I'm just like yeah I might catch it might catch 10 it minutes might of see it. a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the bears are falling fast, and uh, I got a feeling there's going to be quite a cleansing at the end of the season. I think McCaskey's not brave enough to fire somebody in the middle of the season, but no, it's Phil Emery. Uh, you know what I mean? Sorry, but Phil um, Emery might go too. It's yeah, I think there's going to be a cleansing of the bears. But uh, the thing about Brandon Marshall. I didn't catch. What's that? Uh, Bill was talking to me yesterday. He's like, did you see the tweets with Brandon Marshall and the fan? And I was like, Oh, he challenged a fan to a fight. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, like, what the fuck the are you talking about? Because the dude said something about his calling his mother he, a whore. I saw the tweets. Yeah. He, he said, hey, uh, Brandon Marshall, he cut calling him Brandy, yeah. first of all. And basically, the bears suck. And the second tweet, oh, and your mom's a whore. Yeah. Brandon Marshall immediately tweets back, which, you know, you got to be getting all kinds of shit on Twitter sure. 
so why does he single this fan out? Brandon Marshall, for those of you who don't know, responds to the tweet. So I can give you five thousand to fight. Five thousand dollars to fight me. To step into a ring step with me. Step into a ring with me. The guy, I think, makes some little remarks makes back. Twenty-five grand. It, it, well, it went to ten. Brandon Marshall says ten k, and and the guy said, like, "Make it twenty-five. And he goes, "You thought I wouldn't say yes? Twenty-five, it is." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, and you gotta, and you have to fucking apologize to my mom. Yeah. And so. I'd the, fight Brandon Marshall for twenty five grand. I, I was like, Bill was like, would you would you step in a ring? Fuck yeah! Brand- I would take a punch like a champion and go down. I'd fight Mike Tyson for twenty five grand. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. I would take a hit from Brandon Marshall. Like, yeah, yeah, he can knock me the fuck out. I'm still getting twenty five grand out of yeah. the deal. So I don't know why this dude um, doesn't. I, I think if I if I'm this dude's buddy, I'd call him a pussy every second until he fights Brandon Marshall. Fuck yeah. And if I'm Brandon Marshall, I would kick the fuck out of him <laughs> because Brandon Marshall is a fucking in shape. You don't want to. I th- I think that would just be. And I think he's, I guy. I really really like Brandon Marshall yeah. as a player. Um, this guy would get mopped as a person. I think he's you know he's been accused of shit and everybody's accused of yeah. shit. But I think as a as a person, I think he's a stand up guy. I think he's been very open about his his uh, mental uh, issues yes. that he's had. Um, and I get it, and I think he, and he, even when they were getting their asses whooped by the Packers, he was the only one still playing hard, fighting for yards, and I respect that. He's a fucking winner. He grabs for the last inch, and that's what matters, but, I mean, I really, really would enjoy seeing this dude getting pounded by Brandon Marshall. Yeah. You can well, make he's it a, Lions a charity fan. event. He's a Lions fan. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that test says it right there. You live in Detroit. You know, nobody wants to go there. Yeah. But, uh, that, I, <laughs> I just picture... Like a dude just getting wailed on pay per view for like maybe thirty seconds, and then that'd be the end of the fight. But yeah. man, you imagine they could raise some money doing that shit. Oh Brandon. yeah, probably a charity. He probably turned it into a charity. Brandon Marshall would turn it into a charity. You buy tickets. You're your Bears front office. What do you say about all this nonsense? I turn I, a blind eye. I'm like, go fuck him up. I, as long as it's not practice or game front time. Office, I I stop it because I don't want Brandon Marshall to get hurt. Um, oh really? I'd be like, what? but I wouldn't like. You know, I. I'd be like, stop! Don't. I'd be like, is it in my contract to not do it? All right. <laughs> Show me a thing, champ. Don't break your hand. Let's see, man. We have a couple different things to go through. Uh, we had a top five. We'll get to that. <laughs> All righty. Let's see. Uh, our good friend Rodney from the other show. He had a topic for us. Uh, he wanted our opinions. Uh, I'll read it verbatim. Okay. Top request. Families like 19 Kids and Counting okay. are John and Kate plus eight. Or worse yet, the Octomom are just people who want to raise a ton of kids in general but are not financially set up to do so. Should the government aid come with, uh, say, a birth control condition to keep them from having more kids? I can say no right off the bat. I don't think the government should be controlling any kind of uh, number of kids. But at the same time, like, where do you draw the line on welfare assistance? So let's let's take a look. 19 Kids and Counting. Popular show. Mm-hmm. I hate the fucking show. <laughs> I never watched it. Oh, it's... But they're not on welfare. The I know Dugan, that. They're, they're, well, they're, they're millionaires. I mean, yeah. they can afford their 19 kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, at what point, even if they're financially set up, is 19 kids... Um, too many? Yeah, it's just at this point, 
It's their prerogative. It's, it's the only one that I have a problem with is Octomom because she fucking she doesn't have any money. She doesn't have a job. She doesn't do anything. Well, she was in porn. She did porn. Yeah, she did like one movie. Yeah, something like that. People got to see her fucking stretched out vagina. <laughs> well, the thing about the Duggars is that uh, there's got to be something where you say, okay, it's morally reprehensible to put 19 of your children in front of cameras. It's more right. like because they're getting viewed. This is the only life they know as a television celebrity. Isn't there something wrong there, too? There's a lot worse things that go on, and I think I it's know. kind of ironic that the same people that say that something's morally reprehensible are the same people that tell me to keep my morals out of their life and religion and all I, that stuff. I think it's a you you can't go both ways. Well, I I personally keep my my kid off of Facebook. I might put like uh, a small little video I did. Yeah, for playing but, games. But you'll you'll never see her face. I don't put pictures of her up online, yeah. with the exception of maybe her. Birthday and that's or your something. prerogative with your child. And I think it's more to do with me saying it's she should be able at one point to say, OK, mom and dad, I would like to put a selfie of myself online. And if she's old enough, I'll be like, all right, I don't yeah. know what old enough is at this point. I'm still yeah. I'm still working that shit out in my brain. Sure. You know, but I don't think me as like putting pictures of my five year old all over the Internet is good for her. Like, I and that's your prerogative. Yeah. And that's a that's the whole thing is there's a lot of there's a lot of. Really awesome parents out there that don't don't miss a beat when they're giving out parental advice. No, and the funny thing is, I, I hear look a lot at, of it. Every I look day. at um, my nephew and his girlfriend. They have a little girl who's a wonderful little girl. She oh, just she'll sweetheart. turn yeah, three yeah. in March, and she's going to have her second baby <clears throat> uh, probably before Christmas. Um, and I giggle and talk to her a little bit on the side, and we always make jokes about all the people that give her the wait until. Or you should do this. Or when I was, my baby was this, I did this. And you should. And all these fucking, uh, like, uh, passenger, you know, the Monday morning quarterback or the passenger seat fucking drivers that are there to tell you all their acquired knowledge that they know. Like, you know, and there's always someone that knows better for other people's kids. Mm -hmm. And I just, that's why I say it's your prerogative. There are people that put their kids on Facebook. That's their prerogative. Yeah. Unless they're doing something I don't that judge is anybody for grossly doing endangering their child. Yeah. Like shut my social the fuck, security number. Shut the fuck here. up. It's none of your fucking business. If I swat my kid on the ass in public, as long as I'm not abusing them, as long as I'm not drawing blood, if I give them a pop on the fucking diaper, it's none of your fucking business. So let me ask you this. All right, 19 kids and counting. Yeah. You don't watch the show or anything like no, that. No, Amy's, Amy's caught it a couple times. Two people that are financially set up, they have 19 kids. Let's just take the morality out of it or anything like that. Not financially set up. They're good to go. As mm. far as you're concerned, stay out of their business, right? They seem happy. Yeah. Seem happy. Two people not financially set up, they have 19 kids. Does your opinion change on that? These kids are now... Uh, on welfare, they're taking government checks, and they. Well, what's the situation? The situation is they don't want people to tell them that they can't have any kids, and they just want what's to keep the, having. What's the situation? I mean, there's very. Well, now these situation. kids are very impoverished and they're malnourished. They're should they be on? Food. Should they, if they need welfare to support those children? Yeah, sure. But I have my own stipulations for welfare. All right. Well, let's 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 take that extreme before we go into the normal. So if you have a, a family let's just say living in a small apartment downtown chicago okay and they have 19 kids okay 
Let's just say the couple's together as a okay. man and wife, and they don't want people in their shit, okay. even though that their kids are sleeping like six to a bed, okay, and they have ratty clothes, and all of them are not eating very healthy. Okay. I mean, what's your opinion on something like that? Well, they, you're, if, we're, if we're throwing them into the system, yeah. if they're collecting welfare, they're also at the mercy of DCFS, and DCFS is going to go in there and go, your kids aren't nourished, they're not fed, we're taking them, we're putting them in foster homes. Okay, they're sleeping six to a bed. They're cold. They don't have clothes. They're not clean. You take them. Well, let, let's uh, so let's add, let's add another cherry on top of the scenario. Okay, and say, well, the family is very happy. They're not abusing their kids. And nothing to do with they're being feeding happy. Feeding them just enough. And nothing to, to do get with being by. happy. They're clothing not, them just enough to get by. If if they're not wearing brand names, you leave them alone. If they're, <laughs> but if the kids Tommy Hilfiger, if How they're that not, happen? if they're not clothed, if they're being mistreated. All right. Not, not you know, you're not beating them, but if they're not getting what a kid should get—food, clothing, schooling, uh, cleanliness—you um, know, all that stuff. Because I've often heard you people take, say, "You take the kids and you put them into foster care." I've often heard people say, "You shouldn't about people in that scenario. Like, you shouldn't have any more kids." Well, you, you can give your pants. advice and say, "Fucking stop having kids." Yeah. I've but, heard that a lot of people. I mean, um, but it's not my place to dictate. But it is our place to dictate the kids that they have. They have to be healthy. They you have to take care of them, and if you can't take care of them, they're gone. Uh, do you? Think, but I also think that anyone on welfare should earn the welfare. So I don't do think you should welfare? be able to wait in line and get a check. I think that you should have to. And I, I think I brought this up. You should have to take classes on doing a resume, on finding a job, on developing a skill. You should have. Is to, that available? Isn't that? I, I, I don't think I on have any no grand idea. scale. I think there should be a system like if your your welfare. Okay, mm-hmm. to pick up your welfare check, you must complete three hours a week of training. Okay, right. until you find a job, you must also pick up trash on the side of the fucking road. You must paint. You must do things at city, state level buildings to so earn. It's almost like a job to earn your keep. You know, and not not so much that you you know, it's not, you, see, you can't find a real job, but you know, eight hours a week, you know, so like two four hour days a week. You must do this to earn this check, this free money that you're getting. Well, I, I got to be honest with you. I mean, I was too young to recognize anything that my parents applied for back in the day. But I mean, I really don't know how welfare works. I mean, I'm ignorant to the situation. I've never applied for it. Have you applied for it? I mean, have I know? Yeah, it's. But I know you. You don't have to do a whole fucking hell of a lot. You right. you sign up for it, and you know, like with unemployment, you gotta uh, you gotta show that you're trying to find a job, which is easily bullshitted. Um, but you don't have to like provide. You just go in and you apply for welfare, and once you're in the system, you go collect your shit, Man. and you can buy pretty much anything with your welfare shit, including drugs. So. If I'm saying you're right, you're pro-drugs. No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where you connected that, but okay. So I think uh, I'm welfare, I'm not work. against welfare. I'm against a free handout. I understand. And without any think, sort of program to work them out of welfare. I think everybody is against free handouts. Nobody I don't think everybody's yeah, against I, free handouts. I really do. I don't, I don't hear a lot of people says, crying and bitching saying, I'm for welfare, but... They should have to do X, Y, and Z to get their check. Well, 
I again, I don't know everyone's scenario, so I can't say that they're not doing anything to get that check, and I can't say that everybody that's on unemployment is not trying to get it. I know there are no work, work or training requirements to pick up your welfare check. I have no idea. I am telling you, you have an idea now. I'm telling you. Now you're telling me to agree with you. Like I'm not telling you. I'm just stating a fact. Like the girl if someone out there on welfare, trust me. I if know. someone out there, look at this. If someone out there on welfare is listening, I have two questions. One, what do you have to do to get your check? And two, how are you paying for your fucking computer and internet? You piece of shit. Why am I pay, giving you welfare and you have internet? Go fuck yourself. Stop listening to my podcast. Use your internet to search a job. And what do you feel about the Duggars? Hmm? I don't That's care. not a racial slur. I don't care about the Duggars. Uh, the Duggars. Uh, I, I got to be honest with you, man. I think, to me, now it's just becoming a show to let's have another kid because we want to keep the show going. I've never watched I, it. I just, know that they seem happy. I've seen the pictures and heard stories and see the shit online. And Some Andy of those talks kids don't them. seem so fucking happy anymore. The older ones are like, Jesus Christ. So, well, what the fuck? Yeah, well, you know, at least you're rich. How many, how many fucking teenagers are real happy? Seven. Um, the next thing you wanted to talk about was your dude from the Affordable Care Act saying yeah. shit. I wanted to let you get that out. Um, no, I just you, give, I, me, give me the spiel because I he I basically saw there's been about three or four videos that have come out of him from the simplest of mocking people, mocking voters mocking. Well, first he was mocking uh, like state representatives and. Uh, congressman who asked legitimate questions, like where is the he's, instead of uh, answering his the, videos are are like 2011, yeah they're older and up till now, yeah. Him, him saying, oh, was that asked by one of my adolescent children? Like mock and but not answering the question, like mocking these people. There's being a douche, being a douche yeah. to openly stating, and this is a quote, yeah. The passing of the Affordable Air Care yeah. Act was important it relied on the ignorance of voters okay meaning he said basically if you read into this Mm -hmm. you would see all the things that were wrong with it but he was counting on people not reading into it because all the shit that people were saying about the money about the the premiums are going to go up he said yeah we knew that we knew you couldn't keep your insurance. It was openly stated, and they openly they they basically made a conscious decision to well, let's not tell anybody that. Let's actually tell them the exact opposite. They're not going to read it because it's two thousand pages, and All we'll right. get it passed. All right. All right. Now, to me, to me, that is a flagrant abuse of power. By the people that push this through. Let me ask you this. Okay. I'm going to get a Coke, but I'm listening. Were you ever pro the ACA? Ever at one point, do you like, you know, it might be something to look, worth looking into. I No, I looked at it. I looked at Good. it. I am pro universal health care. Okay. So just based on what you saw from the, the, the act, my, my question basically is like, okay, after you read what you read about it, I imagine you were against it. Like, no, this is bullshit. We shouldn't have this. Yeah, because I, I said, I have always, I've stated, you can't create wealth by taking from those that do and giving to those that don't. But you, someone so, has to pay for the health care. It's not free. 
premiums actually went up because there were so many people that had to go on the health care. All right. It, it, it's essentially there were so healthy, many people dropped yeah. from their health insurance when it was openly stated. You can look on, on YouTube and and put in you can keep your insurance and it will show you a uh, like a montage of Obama saying, if you like your insurance, you can keep yeah, your I've insurance. Seen that. If I've you seen like that your video. insurance, you can keep and then yeah. all the like hundreds of thousands of people were dropped because but, they didn't fit into his fucking plan. But but that's not my 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 real point. And you'll go get your coke. Mm-hmm. Gonna sing a song. Don't know the words. Lloyd is staring at Luke and his meaty clackers. Meaty clackers. No, my my point is when I, when I'm you as Luke Pascal. Yes. We're not duped by anything. You saw this, and you're like, well, this is not right. We shouldn't do this, right? right? So my, my my point is he was counting on the ignorance of voters. That's, I think that's one of his quotes. Yeah, the exact right. quote. I read the thing. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was. It is essentially making healthy people pay into a system in order to make coverage for less uh, fortunate that can't afford health care. I know how the system works. I'm happy to pay more. And my in the basic that, in the basic theory. Yeah, but that's how it works. It is. It works if it does not work if nobody. Now let me let me ask you. I'm going to ask you basically. Yeah. Is it logical for me to say to you? Mm-hmm. I know you can't afford health insurance. Okay. All right. It's not. I now in giving you health insurance. Okay. Okay. What it what the law says is, I know you can't afford health insurance, but you now must buy health insurance. Yes. Okay. If you don't, I'm going to tax you. Yes. Okay. So how, especially since it's been proven that premiums and deductibles went way up because you had to pay yeah, for. We still argue on that a lot, but let's just continue. I've, I have three insurance guys that have told me the same thing, including my guy who said I might be dropped from my insurance that I've had for like 10 years because All right. it doesn't fit uniquely into the Obama standard, and which means my premiums and deductible are going to go up. All right. I, I'll answer the question. So you're forcing people who couldn't afford it before mm-hmm. to pay for it. Oh no! The the penalty is actually less, which is stupid. Um, so how yeah. are they getting insurance? They're they're not. They're kicked okay. out of the system. So now the so good now thing about part, this now is they're not people part of can't it, be dropped. Which for is they still can go to the ER. People and you can't be dropped for pre existing conditions. Great. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it. But there was no pre thought out way that it was going to be paid for. Right. There was no like okay, here's what we're going to do to create this system. That's going to pay for this because if I own a private company and the government says to me, well, you now have to offer this insurance to these people. And I know that in offering this insurance, I'm going to get hit with all these people that are going to cost us thousands and hundreds and millions of dollars because there's this person is sick. I now have to accept that. Well, I need to offset that. And by offset, they knew the premiums were going to go up. They knew it. All right, answer me this. All right, you're an intelligent guy. If you add 30 million people to the insurance system, okay. all privately owned companies, okay, Blue Cross Blue Shield, yep. 
these 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 are these are people for profit. Granted, we're not going to argue capitalism right now. Mm-hmm. So if you add thirty thousand, thirty million new people to the system, all paying premiums, and the premiums somehow all sporadically go up at the same time, mm-hmm. and the insurance companies then pass the buck and say, "Oh, this is because of the ACA." Mm-hmm. Adding thirty million people to the rolls mm-hmm. doesn't that sound a little bit fishy to you? Well, one, there weren't thirty million people added. All right. Well, let's say there were was, uh, seven million that signed up on. Oh, seven million. Okay, on Obamacare. Now listen, it's yeah. not seven million new people because over half of those were dropped from their insurance and had to go back and re-sign up. Uh, well, that is proven. Don't argue with me. It's fucking proven. I, I don't know if it's proven, it was proven, dude. I, I, well, again, we can sit here and I can't get the old internet out to say, well, this is right and this is wrong. Okay. So let's just, you know. But it were seven million people. All right. A lot of those weren't new people. Okay, but there are also a lot of people with pre-existing conditions. So it's going to drive up the the thing. Okay, still there weren't people. There are still people that couldn't afford it. There are still people that can't afford the thing because I pay. I'm fairly healthy. I go to the doctor, yeah. but there are people that go to the doctor. And have you, have you gone to the doctor lately? Yes. Have I've you seen the bill? Year. My my. Okay, it's it's surprising to me that I I get the into the conversation about the ACA with people that are Republicans and conservatives and everyone's very against it um, and how much their premium's gone up. And yet here I am, if you want to call me an independent slash Democrat, I haven't had my premiums go up. I know because I run my business. I see the numbers. I'd be the first guy in okay, line Okay, so you're someone, you, you're someone that, that it didn't affect, but it affected— I have a company and 10 people, and I help my sister and my father make the decision when it comes to the insurance yeah. plans, and I see this stuff, and I go, actually— So you're lucky. This is better. Mine went up three times. So I am trying to figure out—and this is just Nick and Luke talking— where the truth lies, because that's all that really matters. I'm it, telling you, mine went up three times. I, had, I have a letter that said your your plan. I went saw up you posted to, it online, yeah. and it's because of do the ACA. And people still told me I was wrong that that's not why it went up. And I meanwhile, I have a Blue Cross Blue Shield letter that mentions nothing about this, and they said, "Well, this is the new plan you're going to for the ACA thing, which is basically identical to what you had, with the exception of this, this, and this." Yeah. And the three different things they added, they added like a little bit of dental insurance to it, and we. I think we pay $50 more, which was a slight increase over last year. But at the same time, we've increased 11 years okay. straight. Okay. So, so we can debate this the whole yeah. time. Okay. But back to the point of the, the, guy, the guy who the guy. basically was one of the architects. One he, of the he, was, he was one of the people that wrote it. Yeah. Said, and what he basically is saying is, you people that criticized it early on for this reason, you were right, but we're counting on all those other people to not pay attention to pass it i I, he said this yes he's a douchebag and he clearly is trying to incite something because it doesn't make sense to me because i know i know he just doesn't know when to keep his fucking mouth shut i don't think i'm an ignorant voter i know exactly what i'm getting into i don't and if my insurance claims go up and that means other people have a health insurance i gotta be honest with you i don't but you read shit i read shit (laughs) if you develop your smartest men in the room we just pay attention. Yeah. There are millions of people out there that have zero clue, and they look and say, wow, the president's really charismatic, and he's telling me this, so it must be true. And I'm not even just pointing to Obama. I'm pointing to every fucking politician. They're liars. <laughs> they want you to support them so they stay in office, and there are people that have given them money 
can get more money. That's it. You want to say it? <laughs> Manifest. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but the guy Yo, basically this, uh, proved the point that I said six years ago when the shit was going on. And I said, you can't fucking do it because there's no plan to cover I, X, Y, Z. There's already been people yelling at this dude. He's like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Regardless if he's an architect or not, what he's talking about is, I believe, the phrasing that you say. I think whatever I remember with the, the thing that I read in the Yahoo article that you put up was like, you can't say we're going to put a bunch of healthy people on the rolls to pay for the, the, the poor people. And he's like, you can't say it like that. So we're going to word it like this, and we're going to count on the ignorance of the American voters based on this terminology. And, uh, and I'm like looking at this thing, and I'm like, well, that's what they said. Maybe not in such like punch-you-in-the-stomach terms, but I know exactly how the, the fucking system works. So I don't understand what he was getting at. Why are people that ignorant? Because I think everyone that has half a brain, pro or against it, knew what it was in it. I don't no, they don't. That's the whole point. But you knew it was in it. I know what's in it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So again, we're the two smartest people in the room. That's it. Apparently. Oh, shit. All because right. what... I'm I mean, sorry. I, I, the I, guy just basically the, admitted the what people on my side have been screaming for six years. <laughs> and you know who's covered it? Here's the kicker. Yahoo. Fox? Fox. Yahoo. You don't see it on MSNBC. No. You don't see it on any of ABC. All the liberal I have not shit. Seen it anywhere. Actually, they don't it cover it. And that is such bullshit. I, I have no idea who the guy is beyond the uh, <clears throat> article saying he was an art. He was like one of the main people that drew it yeah, up. I, I got to read up more about oh, him. I'll, I'll follow up with All you right, a little let's move bit on. more. People don't well, like our politics. No, I like our politics. Fuck you, it's, Obama. It's good, but let's, let's, let's continue politics real quick because there was a topic brought up, and I think this is fair. I think we might even see eye to eye on this. Election Day. Okay. It's a Tuesday, first Tuesday of every November Yep. It's always it's always the same. Uh, a lot of people were bringing up on shows. You know what, man? Election day is killing because I have a nine to five shift okay. and I got to get to the polling place. And some of the polling places close at seven o'clock. I get home. I got to run to the thing. There's usually a line and they cut people off. And sometimes there's a fuck up with the polling place and you're waiting there for hours and hours. And then somebody brought up, well, election day should be a national holiday. And another guy was like, I own a business. I don't want my fucking people going out on a national holiday, blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of arguments that go either way. And I'm just thinking there. I'm listening to all these conversations, and nobody brought this up. Veterans Day is in November. Why don't we just make that Election Day? Because it's not honoring the veterans. I think it's the best way to honor the veterans. Really? The people that fought for the country, the men and women, what are they really fighting for? They're fighting for the freedom so you to fought, make choices. You fought for your country. Fuck yeah. And we're going to honor you by voting for the people that are going to send you to war. <laughs> What's more American than voting? Or not voting? Apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball. No, it shouldn't be. I, it, it took me 18 seconds to vote. The thing opens up at like 6 a.m. Well, shit, I stand in line when I fucking vote. But you, you get there at me, 6 a.m. No, a I lot don't. Of I, it takes, I, I voted this year. I voted at like 2 in the afternoon, and it was it was. I voted. Your scenario is probably different from a lot of scenarios. You see probably. people standing in line at polling places. You know, they had people in Florida like just waiting. 
It's ridiculous. They shouldn't have to wait to do something that takes 15 seconds. Well, to there's do. people in Florida that are still waiting to vote for the George Bush election. <laughs> they still haven't figured it out. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. One day we'll just talk about that for an hour, and Nick will just be irritated. So I promise I would never You're bring always up. irritated oh, when our guy wins. That's another movie Kevin Spacey was in. So, recount. That was a good flick. Um, no, I mean, isn't it a good idea? Veterans Day? You already got all the government buildings no, off. No. Everyone can vote. They can no, go have a fucking sandwich with their family. No, or you don't vote. There's too many fucking holidays. Well, that's why you don't have to make a new holiday. You just no, have I think the veterans want their day. You can still do a Veterans Day. What's the, nah, you, fuck. It can I don't be two it, things. I don't want to discuss this. It's stupid. Boy, hey, people, a dumb comment. People wanted to hear it. I don't so. give a fuck. <laughs> you can't just dismiss me. Come do what on. you want to do. I don't give a fuck. I you, vote. <laughs> I work on Veterans Day. It don't make a fucking difference. <laughs> So we can still get my pizza on Veterans Day. Yep. All right. Sounds good, man. We had a lot of people in. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, the uh, other comments that we got, uh, people want us to talk about the uh, Marvel movies coming out, man. What Marvel movies are coming out? Well, I don't know if you read comics when you were younger, no. Luke. Nope. Never touched the stuff. I touched myself. Do you watch comic book movies? Um, If it appeals to me. They are coming out with... A movie schedule from now all the way to 2019 of nine more Marvel movies. And then DC, the people that make Superman and Batman and all that shit, they have a roster of six movies. So as a guy in the entertainment industry, let's put it that way, you've been at Universal, you do shows and everything like that. Yeah. When does this shit become just overly saturated? About a year and a half ago. <laughs> you still you think it's fucking done, the superhero nonsense? Because I think I like fanboys are all geeked up over what they're different. releasing. Do something different. What's I don't different? need a, I don't need a sixth spin on Superman. Do I don't need I don't need ninety one Batman movies. You're gonna. Get I them. don't need. I like the Iron Man because it's different and it's a, you know it's like a, a series. Um, well, that's what Marvel's doing. Like, so the next nine movies are all, even though they're independent of each other, they all tie but into each other. Make a good movie. That's all I care about. All right. All right. It. I, I don't need the. Spe- I've seen the special effects. I've seen what you guys can do with special effects. Now make write a fucking decent script, and make a decent movie. <laughs> you can't make one. We talked about how bad was. Superman was. The last oh, Superman. Okay, oh. because the script sucked. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> so write a decent movie. You can you can make a movie about whatever you want as long as the script's good. Yeah. That's all I care about. Speaking so of, right. when you when you sit there and just you just oh I'm going to do a new Spider Man. I lost track that there was even a new Spider-Man and it was a different series because this is called The Amazing Spider-Man. And I'm like, wait, who the fuck is this guy? It's a different dude. But what happened to fucking Jake Gyllenhaal or whoever fucking Spider-Man was? Let's Jake Gyllenhaal. No, it was uh, Tobey Maguire, right? Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> the point is you, you overdo the fucking thing. Find um, a new character. I never, ever asked you this. Superman Returns came out in like 2006 or seven. Okay. Kevin Spacey was Lex Luthor. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. I like, well, Spacey as Luthor. I thought it was pretty good until Superman basically lifted an island. Well, the whole movie was about getting real estate. I mean, that's like, that was his Superman. Evil plot to Superman make real lifted an island. <laughs> okay. He's Superman. How Jesus. is, then how is he going to ever lose at anything? He can lift an island. But he was he was lifting also an island of his weakness, I believe. It was made of yeah. kryptonite. Yeah. So not only yeah. did he lift it, he was he lifting it. He lifted it in a weakened state. So how is Lex Luthor ever even a challenge to Superman? 
Okay, when your when your hero is basically completely <laughs> invulnerable, I lose interest. I actually really enjoyed Kevin Spacey's lecture. I saw that at the Man's Chinese Theater at midnight. Did you really? Before it opened. A friend of ours, they're big. I thought it was a fucking terrible movie. Big uh, superhero people. And Brian Singer was there, the guy who created it and all the, you know. And we went and watched it. And they got us tickets. And they were waiting in line for seats. And rolled in. We rolled in at like, you know, 10 minutes before the doors opened and cut in line. And there was a huge line down frickin' Sunset Boulevard or Hollywood Boulevard or whatever. And we went in, and they're geeks dressed like Superman uh, with their curly Q hair. I'm pumped for all these movies. I'm extremely happy because I was a big comic book geek back in the day. But I think the real thing that I'm always surprised about is that comic books are now, like, the number one movies on the planet. How did that fucking transition? It used to be frowned upon. And until Marlon Brando was, like got paid a million dollars for appearing in fucking Superman. Mm -hmm. It was basically frowned upon as an actor to appear in any of these fucking movies. I mean, Christopher Reeves was a no name when he did Superman. Now, now you have the most high paid celebrities jumping in line to do superhero movies. Right. This is the geek culture has basically inherited the entire Hollywood industry. The biggest grossing movies every year, fucking superhero movies, superhero movie, superhero movie. Right. So I'm just trying to think, when does that shit fucking end? There's got to be a collapse somehow, some way. Um, <laughs> a year and a half ago. <laughs> year and a half ago. No, I mean, seriously, I, I don't know what the next big thing is going to be, but I, when I was like a 14-year-old masturbating child going, wow, I really hope they make a Spider-Man movie one day, I would never have guessed that these would be the billion-dollar franchises in Hollywood. Thought I don't maybe know, man. I, I'm, a, you know, I'm a writer. Yeah, that's, that's another question. Does that shit so depress good... you, or does it make you feel happy? No, what, you know? what depresses me was when I was in Los Angeles and I would work on these low-budget, horrible fucking movies. <laughs> and I had to read the script because I didn't know when the actors were. And I would read these <laughs> things and go, I am a thousand times better writer than this writer. <laughs> One hundred And more is, modest. <laughs> not even, just reading their shit, and I'm like, this is absolutely the worst thing i've ever i've ever read and yet there somebody paid gave this guy a million dollars to make this a low budget movie a million dollar budget and i went i could make mine for a million dollars and make it good and i had a script and i it was so hard just to get people to read my fucking script just to read it because i didn't i was a no name because i didn't and you got to get lucky and that depresses me because somebody gave these assholes money to make this piece of shit that i was working on you know, and looking at some of these actors, some of them were good, and some of them I'm looking at going, God, I got I got friends in community theater that would act the shit out of this movie that are better than this person, yet this person's getting paid all this money to stand here and recite these shitty lines. Uh, least favorite actor. My least favorite actor? Yeah. Uh, well, it's hard to say because I have... It, who do I think is like the worst actor? The worst. The Keanu Reeves. Worst. Keanu Reeves. Why? But he picks. <laughs> but he's he's picked some good movies. I thought I was in Kevin Ka- Kevin Costner, terrible actor, but he picks good roles. All right. Okay. So they're talentless. All right. Keanu Reeves is utterly talentless. He's brutal. <laughs> but I know kung fu. Yeah, he's brutal. <laughs> it's like it's like they gave a fucking. 
absolute anger that's in your fucking eyes. Because he, because he's a he's a multimillionaire and he's an idiot, and, and we made him a millionaire. They're making a Bill and Ted three, and that's him not acting. <laughs> Wild stallions, baby. So uh, I, I I don't know if you'd like to transition to some of our uh, bits, my friend. It's time for Doctor Luke. Oh, Doctor Luke, I you like ready? Dr. You ready? All right, I'll put the music right now. <laughs> right now. Um, two drug questions today, Dr. Okay, wait, hang on. I'm going to get my diploma up. Okay. <laughs> hang it on the wall. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, first one comes from a guy. Let me make sure I remember the question correctly. He goes, I really want to have sex with my girlfriend while we're both doing E. Okay. But I don't know how to approach the topic. Because I don't think she'd be into it. So Does she he, take E? Formally? Uh, no, he, he, she's not a drug user. He is a drug user, maybe a past drug user. Okay. Or let's just say they don't do it at all, and he thought it might be interesting to spice up. Because when I read these questions, I just see what the sentence is. I, okay, you know? okay. So he wants, he wants his girlfriend. He wants to try something new. Okay. Like something crazy. Like, oh, let's both drop this fucking shit yeah, on right. ecstasy. If you do E and you haven't had sex yet, I think that's probably the only thing you should be doing on E is having sex. <laughs> so if you do E and haven't had sex yet, I'd wonder why you're on E. Um, if she doesn't do drugs and you push her to do drugs, you're a fucking asshole. Amen. Dude. Um, if you both do drugs, you're both fucking assholes. You don't think it would be an enhancement? On the, uh, I've, I've never I done it. I think there's I've a ever, lot of enhancements. Have you, ever, have you ever done that? No. No? I think there's a lot of enhancing. You know, fucking uh, cocaine makes you high energy and wired. Never done that either. Or meth or whatever, you know. That don't mean to make it fucking good. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess certain drugs that don't bother me as much, like people that shroom or well, I, do I gotta X, be, but there's there's a lot of morons I read there. the question, and I was, I was a little intrigued. I got to be honest with you. I'm like, you know, I never even thought of it. Like, look it. I love my love life. I'm very passionate. Um, I'm a doctor as well. But it just sounds like it would be something really unique to do. I got invited to an e-party. Did you really? When I was in L.A., I was working on a movie. Had no idea. This is not set up at all. Everyone I got invited, and I said, what the hell is an e-party? We were working on a movie, and we were going to go after. And it was basically everybody takes ecstasy. Mm. Everybody sits around and just fucking rubs on each other. And it turns basically into mm. like a fucking orgy. <laughs> and my first thought was... <laughs> Your dog, first, yeah. the, your dog did the head tilt when I made that sound effect. Like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> and I went, my first thought was, oh, I'll go. That sounds weird. You know, interesting. And, that does sound and interesting. And then I stopped and I told, told, I looked at like myself and I went, one thing I told myself when I moved to L.A. is do not compromise who you are. I would not have taken ecstasy at home. I've never taken ecstasy. I don't really have a desire to take ecstasy. I got you. It interested me like a whole new group of people and it'd be funky to see what it was like. That's, that's kind of my thing. But I like people watching so much. I'm it's like, not it like, in this? it's not me. Not, it's not your style. I'm not going to compromise what I am to fucking make other people happy. All right. All right. Fair enough. So, um, so dude, it, back to Dr. Luke. Yeah. If you're doing drugs now, then yeah, sure. Have sex. If you're not doing drugs, don't start. And don't push other people to do drugs just because you do drugs. You're just a jerk off for that. <laughs> so the uh, the the other question is kind of in the same vein. Um, it was Doctor Luke. Should I take Viagra uh, during sex in order 
to um, go longer even though I don't need it. You should take it a half hour before sex. <laughs> so I think he's getting at like he has a fine love life, whatever, but he's also interested in experimenting with a Viagra pill just um, to see what that's like. Sure. I, I, I have no idea. I've never taken Viagra in my life. Uh, I have. What are you? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucking. Uh, it's, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you get. Huh? Uh, you, you pretty much get a rock hard mean on. <laughs> and it don't go down when you're done. All right, you've done this. Like, okay, you finish and you're still like a brick. Just pretty like much. Rock solid. Yeah. See, I don't buy the commercials. Like, if you've had an erection for four hours. If you have an erection uh, for four hours, give me a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's happened to like three dudes. Like, I, it, it's yeah. I mean, it, it's something to try. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not something that alters your state of that's mind. That's what I was like. Does that alter your state of mind? No, or? no. It actually it, it gives a it gave me a headache. All right. Um, and it it makes me congested a little bit. Like it, it clogs up your really. Um, it's maybe like the blood flow or something. I'm like not that. sure why, but it's one of the side effects. It's fucking um, weird. But it's it's a uh, it's a uh, yeah. I've taken. It's pretty cool. Shit, dude. All right. Just throw it on. Just, it's a wheel oh, yeah, turn and give it a run. If you can get e it. And Viagra at the same time. <laughs> Tapping all my fucking inner thoughts. If yeah. I was on E and Viagra at the same time, my dick would be rubbed raw. <laughs> I was listening to some podcast with fucking Joe Rogan talking about uh, all the as a DMT or some shit like that. And I would never consider doing it or some drug he was doing. And I got to be honest with you, he sold it so well. Like, he was talking about it and all the shit that he experienced, and I was like, you know, you could be a salesman for this shit, because I, I was, I was Joe legitimately Rogan's curious. Joe a fucking asshole. Oh, I couldn't stand him on uh, the UFC fights. He just, there's something about his voice. When we, when I like we did stand the, up a lot. When we did Fear Factor at, uh, the only thing I like about Joe Rogan is he always calls out Carlos Mencia for stealing oh, shit. Oh, because Carlos Mencia's a fucking <clears throat> douchebag. Um, but when we did Fear Factor at Universal, the sh- live show, mm. It was in the contract that Joe Rogan was not allowed to be any part of the show in any way because he was such a fucking asshole. Fear Factor? Yeah. That's his show. Like, that was he his He was show. the host of the show on TV, but our live oh, in-park version I just don't want to be did not. We didn't want Joe Rogan remotely involved with the brand because he's such a dick. It's like my brother when he made the Top Gun slot machine. My brother works for a gaming company. And yeah. They, they build slot machines. And when he built the Top Gun gaming machine, Tom Cruise... Uh, absolutely refused to be a part of it. So in the Top Gun casino game, when you ever look at it at Las Vegas or anything like that, you will not see Tom Cruise anywhere on on the uh, cabinet. It'll be everybody else. But since he has the the no claws to put him on it, it he's he's just not on it. So it's like Val Kilmer. That's because Tom Cruise can't reach it. Jonah, story of the week. You got more shit. I don't. I don't really have one. I got one, and I'm actually telling the story to get somebody else to come on our show and correct me. This story involves uh, our good friend Jonah and Jill. Oh. <laughs> and I get to see her putting her hand in her fucking face right now. Um, uh, I'm not telling the story from the Irene Ryan competition, so don't worry about that. Uh, I'll tell that one when Jonah's present. But I will tell a fun story about the time that me, Jonah, Jill, and two other people, uh, Don and Jen, they're basically gone so i don't care about mentioning their names uh went to a strip club together okay so don and jen uh were very 
I don't know. They're very experimental type couple. They did a lot of strange things. They would buy each other lap dances and okay. you know they 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 groove like that. Mm-hmm. I was a single man at the time. Any chance to see boobies, I was all about. Mm-hmm. And uh, I cannot, for the life of me, remember why Joan and Jill went with us on this excursion. Maybe it was just something to do. Jill's into that. Yeah. <laughs> Jill loves her lap dances. Um, we get to the place. And we're all sitting around like you would at a normal strip club. And I hadn't been to many at this point, And it was like kind of an awkward experience because I didn't know how they really functioned. So Don taps me on the shoulder. He's like, hey, come here for a second. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? Hey, let's get Jonah on stage. And I go, uh, how do we get Jonah on stage? Isn't that for dancers? No, no, no. We'll just We'll just tell this guy and we'll pay him money to get him on stage. And I was like. I'm all about this. How do we do this? So I go with Don to talk to the DJ. Like, hey, everybody, here comes diamonds. So we, t- yeah. <laughs> we, we talk to this dude. And we're like, hey, this is our friend Jonah over there. This is Don talking. He goes, how much to get him on stage and have the women uh, fuck around with him for a little bit? And he's like, oh, oh I'd like $50. We get him on stage for a couple songs and beat him up with a belt and all this other stuff. Nice. Like, I am all about this. This yeah. is, You do this here? And I was like... <laughs> I'm like jumping for joy. I'm like, this is going to happen for real? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, just 50 bucks. And I'm like, I'm like reaching for any change I can find. I'm like about to pay in pennies if I can. So I was like, yeah, sure, sure. Take all my money. I don't care. Right. Just get him on stage and do whatever bad things you got to do to him. So we go back and we immediately tap Jill on the shoulder and like, hey, listen, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> After paying yeah, the money. Yeah, I hope you don't mind. But... um. You know, we we paid this guy, and he told us they're going to beat up Jonah with a belt. It's going to be awesome. And she goes, "That's hysterical. <laughs> I'm I'm all about this, but I got to be honest with you. I'm like, what? I'm going to act really mad at him when he comes off the stage. Okay, just just keep in mind, I'm enjoying every second of it, but I'm going to be very pissed at him when he comes off the stage. Yeah. And I was like, so you're going to act? She goes, Oh, I'm a really good actor. <laughs> <laughs> So sure enough, he's like sitting there like, now coming to the stage, we're welcome to Bachelor Jonah. <laughs> Jonah lifts his head up. He's like, what the fuck? And they get him on stage. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's he's like pleading with Jill, like, I don't want to go up. I don't want to. And me and Don are pushing him. No, no, you got to go up on stage. You got to do this. You got to do it. We paid for it. You, gotta, you can't back out. No, we paid for it. He's like, I'm not going on stage. And then, then the girls start grabbing him. I'm like, come on. Big boy, yeah. And they get him on stage, and there's three girls on the stage there. with Jonah. Is <laughs> Tiffany? If I do recall, and Jonah will have to correct me because we were all drinking. They took off his belt, they tied it around his neck, while mm-hmm. one of the girls got on his back and rode him around like a fucking horse on the stage. <laughs> and the entire time, he looks so unhappy. And he's staring at Jill like, "This is not my idea. I didn't want any of this. I'm so sorry." Jill is laughing. She's visibly laughing. She's like, you know, she's putting her head down and I could see it. I I don't know uh, how much the acting was after the fact, but he gets off stage. and He's like, I'm so sorry. I had nothing to do with this. She goes, I'll talk to you later. (laughs) (laughs) So me and Don and Jenna are having a great old time. We're drinking. Jill's sitting there with her arms crossed. Jonah's pleading like, I did nothing to do with any of this. This is not my fault. Jill gets up. We all get up. We're about to leave the place. And I believe we took separate cars. And she says to me and Don, Jen, 
Good night. I'll talk to you later. Get in the car. <laughs> so when did she let him off the hook? I have no idea if she ever did. That's the thing. I, I've told Jonah. So like to this day, Jonah thinks. No, no, no. I've told Jonah several times that you know she wasn't mad. This it was all, and he's like, no, she was pretty pissed. And I was like, no, dude, she was not mad. Maybe Jill pulled the wool over your eyes. Very well. Relying on the ignorance of voters. And I will never know unless Jill comes on the show and corrects me. Yeah, she probably knew she was going to be mad so that she didn't look like a biatch. (laughs) She said, I'm going to pretend to be mad. (laughs) Or maybe it made her mad because that was her thing to ride on Jonah's back and choke him. (laughs) <laughs> she stole my bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, uh, we have been recording. We got a, we got uh, we got seven more minutes. Okay. We've we've run the gamut. This is our marathon recording session. Yeah. We have never gone this long. Well, if we're gonna do a top five, we should do something simple. Top five something. Top five. That was our next one. We did. We were gonna put top five unused racial slurs, which will be awesome. Not unused, but uh, unconventional. Unconventional racial slurs. Yeah. I, that might be a little too complicated. Uh, to come up with a solid five. So, uh, in the the vein of the classic top fives that we've done before, I think it's only appropriate that we start where we started way back in the past. Me and Luke got trapped at a camping trip in the middle of a fucking rainstorm into a car as we're all diving from our tents. Right, right, right. And our first top five, about oh, there were... four or five years ago, was the top five songs. Uh, and I think there was the... Um, well, we picked a Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Yeah, songs. it was it was like top five songs that uh, was it rock. I think it was. I was like we rock. had a stipulation. It was like rock songs. Yeah. So, all right, man. I'm gonna go with number five. All right, and I'm gonna tell you because no, because then you'll get number one and you're gonna be wrong. <laughs> well, I see. I don't even know classifies as as, as a. Uh, is a rock song, but my favorite song of all time was still "Wish You Were Here" by Pink Floyd. Yeah, that's a rock song. And, and yes, it would be. A, yes, it would be a I, 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 in my top five, I will put "Wish You Were Here" as well. All right, but it's not hit number one. No, no. What's your number one? My number one is "Stairway to Heaven." It's oh, a great fucking song. Um. Also, "Hey Hey, What Can I Do" comes out of Led Zeppelin. So, is it all Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd songs for you? Or? No, 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 no. All right. Um. But I do my favorite. Well, my favorite uh, Pink Floyd song is "On the Turning Away." That's a great fucking tune. And very underrated and not um, put in a lot of mixes at all. No, not at all. And but I got awesome. mocked for my choice of "Wish You Were Here" by who? Uh, Barback Bill. Okay, mocked well, my how choice. How old is Barback Bill? Barback Bill is twelve. Okay, 13. so yeah, Barback Bill, you know, <laughs> go well, go. Go go dance to shake it off and 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 come <laughs> well, talk to us when you hit puberty. His favorite band is the Doors. So I like the Doors uh, yeah, too. So I'm gonna say like he he's got a very good musical acumen, but he he criticized my choice of Wish You Were Here because it was a very commercial pick, and I didn't feel so. I was like there's there's a lot more meaning behind that fucking song than making money. That song was just a genuine. Who cares if it was commercial? I hate yeah. people that they have to pick something that was Oh, I found this obscure track on this <laughs> bootleg. The deep cuts. That they only played it when they toured in Toronto in 74. <laughs> that doesn't make it a good song. If it was a good song, they would have made it commercial. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. So I, I love like Roadhouse Blues. Yeah. I love The Doors. I love The Doors. Um, I love The Stones, man. Fucking Rolling Stones are fucking great, man. I, They're so underrated. 
I I hate that people put the Who ahead of the Stones. Uh, I'm not one of those guys. I love. The I Who. think the fucking Stones are awesome, and I think the Who is there's about three songs I like, and the rest suck. You like Teenage Wasteland, don't you? It's uh, called Bob O'Reilly. Huh? Is it called? It's Bob? called Bob O'Reilly. No, why don't I know that? Huh? Because musical because it's commercial. Not, it's not commercial, man. You're calling it the wrong fucking name. Yeah, it's called Bob O'Reilly. <laughs> so we got Wish You Were Here. We got Stairway to Heaven. I, I'm gonna put uh, Dream On in there by Aerosmith. Nice, I enjoy it's that. A song good very fucking much. cut. And before he destroyed his goddamn voice with all when kinds of sing. drugs, yeah, he could actually hold quite a tune. But I don't remember many uh, Aerosmith songs from that era uh, that he sounded the same. Yeah, like I, I think that's the one where you can really hear his voice. Oh, he belts it in that. Dream on. Um, um, let me see, yeah, go ahead. Your um, turn. <laughs> well, I, you know, I put hey, hey, what can I do? Uh, Stones. Uh, I fucking love sympathy for the devil. Uh, it's in my top five. Um, yep. That song, man, just fuck, man, that song gets me. That's a great tune. Well, I think we spoke about this many years ago. The sympathy for the devil has always got a soft place in my heart because uh, when we were. Um, in Sigma Delta, we would have pledges. Mm-hmm. Like, you make pledges, do stupid things if you're in part of any fraternity sorority system. But one of the assignments we gave our pledges is that they had to do every hoo-hoo to Sympathy mm-hmm. of the Devil. All mm-hmm. you had to do is sing along. Mm-hmm. All you had to do is the hoo-hoo part. Mm-hmm. That song is forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just seemed like that, that 79th hoo-hoo is never pleasurable to anybody. Yeah. So, it's a great tune. I uh, love it. Love and it's it. been covered, and the, the covers have been great, but uh, the original version I don't think will ever be beat. No. Stones are great, dude. So, the Stones, I think, are so underrated. Um, I really do. Hot for Teacher, Van Halen. Really? That's the best Van Halen song you it's can come up with? It's not my favorite, but it's, 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 it's not my best Van Halen song, but it's probably my favorite Van Halen song. Oh, man. Beautiful Girls. Well, you know why I like it? Because you had a good-looking teacher? No. Because TV, oh the fucking video, the fucking video. Man, come on, uh, dude. Come on, you like the librarian look? That fucking video. I it was that at least. Yeah, but that girl. doesn't make it a better song. It made my penis think it was a better song. Because <laughs> it came out when you were going through puberty. It was. It wasn't even puberty. I was like six. This is amazing. Well, you're a hairy dude. You probably started puberty then. Shit, fucking David Lee Roth had some kick-ass videos. Yeah, he was good. He knew what he was doing. Sex sells, baby. Um, Anyone on your list? I, there's about five ACDC songs that I like that are just fucking rock. Uh, what's your favorite? Uh, probably uh, Dirty Deeds. That's a great tune. Uh, I, I think all ACDC songs start off the same with like that crescendo. Dum. That's always a crescendo that before it gets a but, but and maybe this because I love White Thunder, Sox fan Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck is, so is and it's been used in so many sports movies now. When I saw ACDC and they opened up with that, I lost my fucking mind. And they give spotlight fucking goes up and Angus Young standing on some platform just jamming and I'm like, you know, and now now fucking Malcolm Young's got dementia and the drummer tried to kill somebody. Uh, well, that's each their own, I guess, right? They say Rock died with Bon Scott. Rock's not dead. Taylor Swift is still making music, so... And we'll discuss that on um, What Just Happened. <laughs> Did you say, um, what just happened? Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, no, no, it's, uh, uh um, that just happened. I'm oh, yeah. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> We're already I, making 
friend. It's yeah. better than when I called it. Oops, I did it Oops, again. Oops, I did it again. And the dog so barked yet. Let's get it out, boys. Come on. No, they haven't barked yet today. It's awesome. Actually, I'm probably going to think about five things uh, that we didn't talk about before I end the show, and that's what always sucks about doing the show. But we appreciate everybody um, that listens. Are you splitting this up into two things? This is two things, yeah, okay. for sure, sure. It's just going to be a two-parter, so yay. Just cut it off at one point, like mid-sentence, so that's, it's like a to-be-continued. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. Nick's Luke ACA discussion. Yay. Yeah. Ooh, is Luke for or against Obama? <laughs> Find out on the next episode. Good times, man. Anything else you want to add to the show? <sighs> no, man. I got to go to the play. I got to go. You gotta, gotta go act. Yeah, I gotta go, go pick be up another person, pick for up a little Devon, while. and and go to the show. Uh, next episode, if everything goes correctly, we will have our good friend uh, Jonah, who I've not invited yet, but once he hears this, he'll know he's invited. Uh, yeah, we got to do those questions. We that have you asked uh, me like a year and a half Luke's ago. Quite, it wasn't that long. It was like four months. We haven't been doing four the show. months. We've been doing the show for six months. <laughs> We've been doing it for a year. February. See, the the November thing was you know our first whatever. Men fuck yourself. <laughs> Luke can't count. That's why I don't trust you with the Affordable Care Act. All right, man. Uh, anything else? Um, no. Awesome. I don't think so. All oh, right. Shout out to my, my uh, oh. Uncle Luke, who, uh, along with uh, my Aunt Teresa but, uh, and two of my cousins, but Uncle Luke's 92 years old, and I was named after him. And he has, he, since his wife passed away, he doesn't, uh, he only leaves the house basically for church and to go to the doctor. Um, and he fucking trekked from Olympia Fields to Morris last night to watch my show. That was the first thing we talked about. Really? That was literally two hours ago. That tells you how much I fucking remember. <laughs> I'm going to keep all this in. <laughs> you should. I tell you, the, the second we get off, I forget exactly what we talked about. <laughs> I think it brings a per- perfect circle to this fucking show, man. So, hey, shout out. Shout out to Uncle Luke, man. All nah, right. that was, it, was, it was cool, though. I was, it made me very happy. Thank you, everyone that listens. Keep spreading the disease. We appreciate it. For Luke, this is Nick. Go get a disease, everybody. Bye.